What's up? You're listening to Toy Photocast with Dega Bidays. We are storytellers. The Toy Photocast is part of the Exclude Magazine Network. Go to ExcludeMagazine.com for news, reviews, and everything pop culture collectibles related. Thank you so much for listening. Peace. What's up, storytellers? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Toy Photocast with Force of Light. I had a blast chatting with Lizzie, and you are going to love listening to her story and just why she loves this hobby as much as everybody else does. Thank you guys for joining the Patreon. Thank you for the new members. Thank you for going over there and supporting that content. We're going to get you guys some new bonus episodes coming very soon. Uh, It's going to be a great episode coming up with Jason Young of Work More or Less and Paul Trezadern of Red Dog 5. We're going to be talking about finding your voice and being authentic in the toy photography community. It's going to be a great episode. I can't wait to dive deep into that topic and to really discuss a very crucial thing on social media and just in general for life. It's great tips. It's going to be great advice. I can't wait to discuss those things with those guys. Got to give a shout out to our hardcore member listeners, Scott Blind, Stephanie Beyer, and Jordan Dodrill. Thank you so much, guys, for being incredible, supportive people that you are. Thanks for listening and see you at the next episode. Peace. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Toy Photocast with the one, the only force of light. What's up, Lizzie? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on and, and doing this in the midst of all this craziness in the world and, and trying to uh, spread some positivity and talk about your hobby. I really appreciate you doing this. For sure. It's a nice break from all the craziness. Yeah, I bet. And we were talking before we hit record that you do some IT uh, so you can technically work from home, but you're you're still working. So how has that kind of affected your workflow? It, it's weird. It's weird being home all the time. Uh, but yeah, it's real nice. I mean, a lot of people are not having work, so it's nice to just be able to still do my thing. Um, yeah. And But it is very strange not going into work. Do you have like a normal set time that you work, like a normal like nine to five or is it just whenever? No, I usually have a set time. So like eight to five every day and then it's pretty set. It's no usual working out outside of those hours, which is really nice. That is nice. So that way you're not always on call because like my mom, she she can be on call some weekends and she does a lot of work over the phone too. And that way it's kind of like stressful, but that's nice that it's set hours. Yeah. Thankfully I'm just, I'm just doing like the, the desktop service and the, the help desk side of things rather than like servers, which I would have to work all the time for. Gotcha. Well, cool. So let's kick it off and uh, open it up with your toy photography. And how long have you been doing this for? Oh man, it's been about three years now, I think, that I've been okay. doing this. 
So when you started out, did you know that you wanted to do this? How did this evolve for you? <laughs> I had no idea what toy photography was or anything like that. I just, yeah. I came across the black series at the store and it just kind of reignited that enjoyment that I had and the, the having the star Wars toys when I was a kid and everything like that. And so I got one. It was the, uh, oh my gosh, it was the scout trooper with the bike. That was the first nice. one. And that started it all. And I was following pages on Instagram Hasbro and everything like that. And then I came across work more or less. And mm -hmm. I saw all the things he was doing, all the stuff the C3P bros were doing. And I was like, I need to do that. <laughs> nice. So whenever you started out, did you have a camera or what were you taking pictures with at first? I had, I was using my mom's camera because it was just right. sitting on a shelf, not being used. And so I started off with that. It was a old Canon camera DSLR. And I just started learning how to use the settings on that. Nice. And did you have any previous experience with photography before that? None whatsoever. <laughs> okay. So you just kind of dove right in and started experimenting. What do you feel like since you started out, like some of your biggest inspirations, I know you said C3PROs, who do you say that are inspiring your work on a day-to-day -day basis? I mean, I think it's any account that I come across, definitely the C3PROs, um, Sergeant Bananas, huge inspiration. I mean, that guy does crazy nice. things. Um, any accounts that I come across, uh, anybody who's doing just art in general is a huge inspiration to me. Just the way they mm -hmm. use the colors and the positioning and how they're posing the people in their art. Um, all of that, I think I can draw inspiration from. So cool. So how do you feel like you've changed over the years since you've been doing it for a little while? Do you feel like you've gotten any better? I, I think so. I think, uh, I mean, I think it's for everybody if they look back <laughs> their old photos and you just kind of cringe because you're like what was i thinking yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um yeah absolutely every photo that i take is shows how much i've grown and i grow each time i take a new photo um for me i've really grown in the lighting aspect just that's something that's really intrigued me that you can change the emotion of a photo with just the lighting. Mm, yeah. And so I think- Did you start out using, I'm sorry to interrupt, no. but did you start out using um, any specific lighting? Like, did you buy lights or what were you, what are you using now versus when you first started? <laughs> when I first started, I think I was using like anything I could find. Um, okay. Light from a window, uh, flashlights, anything. Um, and then I found some LED lights, like desk lights on Amazon, and I moved mm -hmm. to those. Uh, and then I came across LumCube and saw what those lights could do. And so now I use those mainly, and then my LED desk lights. Nice. So did you, did you experiment like with the lighting at first, like 
to try to get different dynamic setups and stuff like that? Like, how did you start incorporating more lighting technique into your photography? It's really just trial and error. I mean, changing the slight positioning of the lighting can make huge difference. If I angle the light behind the figure to the right and then the light in front of the figure to the left, it can completely dramatize a photo. And so it's just that kind of back and forth of, okay, if I move this here or have the light coming from the top or maybe from the bottom, what does that look like? Um, and then changing the colors of the different lighting as well. Um, so really just trial and error um, and then some Googling to see what photographers have already figured out so that I don't like recreate the wheel. Nice. That's awesome. So how do you approach it? Like, are you more interested in getting a shot that you want to post or are you just like taking tons of photos just for the fun of it? Like what is your kind of methodology with toy photography and what's your, your goal with it? I mean, I just, if I'm not feeling inspired or anything like that, I don't shoot because I know that whatever I come up with is going to be garbage. <laughs> nice. But when I do feel inspired or I'll be thinking about ideas and then I'll just take some figures outside or um, just set up some lighting or something like that and then just start shooting away and I'll take hundreds of photos in a single shoot and then come out with like two <laughs> that I really liked um, and that didn't come out blurry on the computer uh, and I'll just run with that. I don't know that I really... I mean, I don't post every day just because that's mm -hmm. a lot of work to try to. And then you kind of feel like it's forced when you, okay, today I got to post. I don't have any new photos. And so I just feel like when I have a lot of photos, I post consistently. And then when I'm just not feeling it, you, you won't see any posts from me. I'm the same way. Is that, um, is that something that's important to you? Like when you're getting that inspiration and you're trying to like, feed off of that like what i'm trying to say is is like do you feel like toy photography is a way to express yourself or what do you what's your kind mm -hmm. of goal with toy photography and what kind of what kind of message are you trying to bring to people for me number one it's a stress reliever so i like to mm -hmm. come home or on the weekend i'll just go outside or go make a setup and just shoot and it just kind of allows me to release everything that I've been feeling for the day or for the week, anything that I want to express, it just comes out of me. And then I post it and I hope that, you know, some people out there will relate to it or enjoy it. Did you do anything creative before toy photography that you felt like that was your, like your outlet that you could express yourself? Um, I used to draw a lot, um, a lot of sketching, um, and then music has always been a part of my life. So that's been a huge creative outlet as well. Nice. So yes, then. Yes. That's yeah. interesting. How important is it to you to tell a story in your toy photography? I think, I think it's really important. Um, I don't do it with every one of my photos. I wish I did, but mm -hmm. 
I think that's the point of it. As you're scrolling through and seeing all this stuff, especially at a time like now where all this craziness is going on, just to be able to get to see something that either pulls you out of that or makes you feel something that maybe you weren't feeling before um, and just allows you to enjoy it for at least a few seconds as you're scrolling through Instagram. And I think that's super important. Um, I think it's amazing what you can do with some toys to bring out emotion or tell a story. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. What is your favorite line of figures to shoot and why? Um, that is a tough question. Uh, I like <laughs> to dabble in everything. <laughs> I always try to tell myself to keep to one line and I just cannot. <laughs> But it's so hard, isn't it? It really is. It really is, especially with all the new figures coming out, and uh, you just and all the different scales. It's hard to it's hard to pick one. But I know I would say that the most that I have is the Hasbro Black series, and that is where I started from. And Star Wars is why I got into a love of toy photography. So I'd have to nice. say the Black series for sure. But Hot Toys are also super fun to to photograph if you could just shoot one black series figure for the rest of your life which one would it be oh geez <laughs> um <laughs> that is a really good question i'm gonna say i'm gonna say the clones particularly okay. the blue clone just having a figure with without like a face just gives you so many opportunities to give it whatever emotion that you want. And so I think I'd have to go with the clone. Nice. Another Star Wars question for you. What is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, um, Empire Strikes Back. And I know that's what everybody says, <laughs> <laughs> but they're also great. And that one, I just, I don't know, all the different planets that you get to see. Um, and that's what I love. I think I love having different environments in that movie. I watch it all the time to give me inspiration for shots. So I not to, to mention the music. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's my favorite movie, like for all aspects of Star Wars. Like you're right, like the world building, um, just the the ambiance, the it felt so like there like there were so many things happening in that movie that like mm -hmm. kept your attention and like there were different storylines like the the heroes were all split up and they weren't together but i think for me like the arc of like luke training with yoda and then going off and trying to face down darth vader like i don't think there's a better dramatic scene or even like like just the way that they set that up for that film, like start, I don't think Star Wars has topped that since. And it's hard yeah, to, I agree because it's, it's so dramatic. And I watched it as a kid and I didn't know, you know, Darth Vader being Luke's father and that whole aspect. But I think that wasn't the most dramatic part to me. Like I've talked about this before on a previous podcast, but the most dramatic part to me was like not knowing what, would happen to Han Solo. Like I was devastated when he went into carbonite. <laughs> yeah, seriously. 
it's it's got so much emotion and you learn so much about these characters and i feel like that's the one where you're like okay i care about these people now yes that's true you really do like connect with them and i think that's like why it's probably everyone's favorite is like you're able to really sympathize and also like kind of like dislike some of the characters that you maybe liked in the beginning and then maybe you like the ones that you disliked at first like right it's so it's so good it really is not to mention That's lando awesome. and and cloud city and all that jazz great too i know like ralph Macquarie, like the way that he designed those worlds like it's it's perfection like it doesn't get any better like i i could watch those scenes like over and over and over it doesn't get old especially yeah. with the music yeah absolutely yeah so do you see yourself um as an artist or do you see yourself as is this something that you do as a hobby how do you kind of view yourself in your toy photography i see myself as somebody who just needed an excuse to own a bunch of toys <laughs> <laughs> And like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I love it. And it's a hobby that I love and gives me a good excuse to spend all that money. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> That's a great answer. That's awesome. Yeah. I, it's funny, like over the years, I feel like my answer has changed. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to say like, whenever I first started, like, it was like an excuse to get like more figures. <laughs> but now it's like, yeah. I feel like now, like I see it as like, I am a storyteller yeah. and I want to tell stories. And I feel like these, it's like mandatory. Like I have to have these actors in my scenes to be able to play out the stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Absolutely. And to create yeah. our own stories. It's like, you know, only very few people will ever get to direct or write or star in a star wars movie or any yeah. any other movie but we get to create those in our living rooms or in our backyards or and i think that's fantastic exactly that is to me like the most enjoyable part of it is like the creation part like when you're making something especially when you like have a thought in your head. You're like, oh, that'd be cool. Like I could try that. And then you figure it out and then you do it. And it's like so satisfying. Absolutely. So good. So do you have any moments in your journey as a toy photographer that I like to call pinch me moments mm -hmm. that maybe you connected with someone or that someone followed you or someone reposted your work that you really respected? Um, I think it's going to have to be when Hasbro uh, asked me to assist in their promotion for the new Star Wars movie. And so oh, wow. I got to do a recreation of um, a battle scene for the Force, from The Force Awakens. Um, so I did a photo with Rey versus Kylo Ren. And it's at the part where ray pulls the lightsaber out of the snow and it just hits her hand and i think it was just so cool to get to do and i had an interview on their blog too and that was really just like a wow the people who created 
these figures that I absolutely love and have used for years um, want me to talk about it and to make a photo with it. So that was just, that was really cool. That's amazing. I had no idea you even did that. I somehow missed that. I'm looking at the post now and it looks incredible. And that is a scene for scene recreation pretty much. That is so cool. Yeah, thank you. It was something else. That was really cool. I bet. Like that, to me, like that is the biggest compliment someone can give you. It's like when they see, hey, like they're, they really love the, the, the IP Star Wars. They love it. And they could do something great. And then they're like, hey, what do you think about doing something like this? That's like, to me, like the biggest compliment. It really is. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So do you have any any idea where you want to be in 10 years? Do you want to keep doing toy photography? Like, do you, do you look that far ahead into the future? I mean, I want to do toy photography as long as people will still enjoy the photos that I produce um, and still comment and, and uh, just enjoy it. Um, I don't have any, any thoughts of stopping or anything like that, so... Nice. What are some of the the figures that you're looking forward to this year dropping? Hot Toys Mandalorian. Uh, that's that's oh, the one yeah. I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, I just pre-ordered, actually pre-ordered both of them. And uh, nice. I'm just super excited for that. I haven't pre-ordered the best car version yet, just because everything going on, like I'm waiting. Yeah. But I, I've already pre-ordered the original, like without the Baby Yoda. I think I like the armor of the original one without the Yoda better than the Beskar one. Um, but I got the Beskar to get the baby Yoda. So, Oh, you got to, you got uh, to. I think I I'm like that... the life-size one. Cause I know Sideshow did like a statue life-size as well, mm-hmm. but I think it's way more worth it to get the hot toys one because it's got the accessories and it's articulated. Yes. And I think the interchangeable ears are pretty cool, too. I agree. I have always tried to convince myself to buy statues. And, like, I'm just, I haven't find, I haven't found the right reason to get into statues yet. Like, I, I try to convince myself to buy them. I really do. Like, and I'll, like, say, like, well, I could, because I, I look at it from the perspective of a toy photographer. I'm like, well, I could get a, a couple few shots with that and. But then I'm like, what would I do with it? Like after I got the shots, I would just, it would sit there and take up real estate. Right, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's hard for me to want to get the statue of Baby Yoda because it would just sit in my living room and I would be like, Ugh. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. It'd be like, I spent 500 bucks on that. Yay. Yeah. Like maybe if I had like a, a really nice home theater and I had like, awesome displays where I could like put all the statues up and admire them. Right. But that's not where I'm at in my life. Just this moment. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. I hear you. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to go with the quarter scale. I think that's, I think that's what I'm going to do. That'd be cool. Cause I feel like that one, you can hold it more in your hands and play with it versus the life size. Cause the life size is pretty darn big. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 
Are you going to get the the quarter scale too, or are you just going to stick with the one six? I'm going to stick with the one six for now, just because I need to stick with two different scales. <laughs> I mean, as nice. it is, I'm like, got all the 12 scale stuff, got into one six scale last year. Um, Legos are still a thing. I can only afford so much. That's true. <laughs> Did you get... Did you pre-order the Black Series Baby Yoda too? I did, yeah. Excited for that one too. That's gonna be cool. That's gonna hopefully that'll come out soon. I think that's that's supposed to be dropping any time now. But yeah, like May or something like that. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm hoping they drop Bly soon too. I'm looking forward to that. I've seen everybody's shots of it thus far. I'm jealous. Which one? Which one is that? Commander Bly. The uh, the, oh, okay. yeah, the latest. Uh, clone trooper that they're supposed to be dropping along with count dooku nice yeah i haven't um i haven't watched any of like star wars the clone wars or rebels so i'm is is that a character that's from that show yes and no he's i think he's in episode three as well like just okay. briefly but just another clone you know gotcha I need to, I've tried, okay, so I've tried so many times to watch that show, and I just can't get past, like, the third or fourth episode. Like, I lose, I lose all interest, and I try, I really do. Yeah, Clone Wars? Yes, Clone Wars. Ah, uh, you're missing out. You gotta get past season one. Okay. And then it's all absolute gold after that. Season one is rough, okay, though. So can I just skip season one? Because I feel like if I skip season one, I'm gonna miss stuff. Can I just skip it? You'll probably miss a little bit, but I think you'll be able to catch up fine. Okay. I think I'm just going to start on season two. I think because I've been putting this off for too long. And now that I have a little bit more time with everything going on. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. There you go. Awesome. What do you think the community, and when I say the community, I mean the toy photography community needs to focus on? How, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? How can we make this a better place? Hmm. Um, I think, I mean, uh, that's a huge plus side to doing the toy photography, in my opinion, is the community. Um, mm -hmm. It's just super awesome. People try to help each other out. You know, everybody's sharing each other's posts. And um, it's really, really cool. Uh, I mean, that's how, that's how I got, you know, to where I'm at now and growing and everything is uh, just asking questions. And I think that's, that's the biggest thing is that don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't think, Oh, well, this is a stupid question. They wouldn't, you know, they would think that's stupid. There's no stupid questions. We all started in the same place, you know, and, and you can't grow unless you, you ask and you, you try new things and you see how other people did it. And I think that's the biggest thing. Definitely. That's yeah. awesome. I to I totally agree. And that is something that I really appreciate about like the people that come on this podcast or they're so willing mm -hmm. to help anyone that listens or has questions. Like if you ever feel like there's something that you want to get better at, just send a message to any of the, the people that come on the show and, or myself included, and we will get back to you. Just send us a Send us a message and we will definitely help you out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
do you have any regimen on keeping like mental fitness or physical fitness that you help? Does that help you with your toy photography or is that something that's even on your radar? Um, yeah, especially recently. I mean, um, you know, working in the IT field, I'm always sitting down at a computer. So I think it's mm -hmm. super important to get up, go outside, fresh air. And I think I use toy photography for that a lot. Um, you know, nice. oh, I, I need to go outside. Okay, I'll grab a few toys, go take a walk, find a cool place, take a few shots. Um, it's really great for your muscles when you're squatting and trying to get that perfect shot and you're like leaning over a rock or a tree, you know, that's great exercise. <laughs> I agree. That's awesome. Yeah. I've, I've never had that answer before. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what gets me outside. Otherwise I'd be sitting inside working and then playing video games all day long. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to do, especially when like, you're, you have a job that's sedentary and then like you get done and you just, cause you're sitting, but you're working sitting. So it's like not actually relaxing and sitting. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I still come home and my family's like, what? You can't be tired. You've been sitting all day long. It's like, you don't understand. <laughs> it's mental work. Yeah. It's mental. <laughs> Need to chill. But that's awesome. Yeah. I think if everybody can go outside and, and take some toys and, and just mess around and take some pictures. That's definitely going to help your, your mood too. I think that for me, whenever I start noticing if I'm getting like any type of like sadness or depression, like I'll just go for a walk outside yeah. and that'll help my mood immensely just because the sun and just being out in the elements and, and mm -hmm. getting away from the indoor sometimes really helps. It helps me. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just like I said earlier, like it's a stress reliever for me. Like I'll come home mm -hmm. and be like, okay, I just need to go take a few shots, release all of that, you know, stress and anxiety and, um, and especially going outside. I love doing outdoor shots. I just wish the weather would be warmer. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually getting warm over here right now. It's like almost 70 Dang. where I'm at. Yeah, it's still yeah. still 55, 60 degrees over here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit colder. But we do you guys have a long winter? Not usually, but in the last couple of years we've had quite a bit of cold weather. And last year we had like snowmageddon. It was crazy. You'd think living in Arizona, it's a desert. So, you know, you don't get that, but not in the high desert. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, I had to basically dig my car out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's insane. So where do you, where, okay. So you live in Arizona, but do you have like a lot of like places that you can go shoot like i know that you shoot outside is there like a lot of like forest areas that you can go to like what's your terrain like around where you live well so i live in northern arizona so we've got forests and and lakes even though they're pretty small but um and then you know you could drive half an hour to an hour and you'd be in like a desert um, so really? yeah, we've got a lot of different, um, I mean, there's, we've got plains around here, so you could go from open plains, go
go up the mountain to forest and then leave that drive an hour and you'd be in a desert. So there's a lot of options. Wow. Have you taken any uh, shots in the desert? Have you gone out there? No, I haven't yet. And I really need to. That would be cool. Yeah. Take a, take hot toys Ray with you. There you go. That's right. <laughs> well, um, this is the part of the show that uh, you can give a shout out to your followers and, and tell them what you think. And uh, yeah, the mic's open. So whatever you want to say. Cool. Well, uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody who follows likes and comments on my photos. It's all extremely encouraging every time I see it, especially when you comment for me, that's, just that means so much more than just a like and so I appreciate all of you that do that every time and have followed me and those who have followed me for since I started um just thank you and I appreciate your support and everything like that and got a lot of exciting things to come that's awesome and for those that don't already follow you where can they connect with you on social media you guys can find me on Instagram at force underscore of underscore light. Awesome. And you can find me at Dagobah underscore days. You can find the feature pages that I run, 112 Community and Star Wars Toy Picks on Instagram and the Toy Photocast uh, on Instagram as well. And remember, everybody, we are storytellers. Get out there, tell your story, have some fun and be like Lizzie. Just be light in the darkness. That's right. Thanks, guys. Enjoy and see you at the next episode. Peace.